What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Committee. Today we got episode 2, we're doing a bit of a short one. Um, we're talking the playoff expansion proposal that is out right now, um, which tomorrow could be ratified in for the future and change the landscape of college football as we know it. So, um, a group of four men uh, proposed the 12-team playoff June 10th, so not even two weeks ago. That was uh, the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby, Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson, and the Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick. Um, so the proposal, as many people have already heard about, is a, for a 12-team college football playoff. Um, and they just had advanced talks on the 17th and 18th of June in Chicago uh, with the 11-member management committee. Um, and that push, that means that the proposal is going to now look to be ratified tomorrow, June 22nd, in the Dallas area in Grapevine. Uh, college football board of college football playoff board of managers is going to be reviewing it and potentially could push it through. Uh, so what that will look like is projected in 2023. The 12-team playoff would feature the six highest-ranked conference champs and then six at-large teams. So the top four seeds would have a first-round bye, and those would go to the top four highest-rated conference champions. Uh, so note that independent teams, a.k.a. Notre Dame, cannot get a first-round bye in the new format. Um which isn't the end of the world because uh, for the teams that don't get a first-round bye, that being the 5th through 12 seeds, they're going to be playing on-campus games. And let me tell you, on-campus playoff games are going to be insane. Um, they're going to be so, so loud. It's going to be great. Um, so I think that's definitely a bonus in the new format is having on-campus playoff games. Um, because that will be incredible to be at. So the it's it's nice that they're rewarding the champions of conferences by saying that if you are a top six conference champion, you're going to make it. So basically they are guaranteeing here that the group of five will be in the playoff, will be represented. I mean, there could be two conferences from the group of five represented. Uh, as we saw last year, we would have had no Pac-12 team, Oregon would have missed out, and we would have had Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina uh, be representing of those top six highest-rated conference champions. I know that was a bit of an off year. Um, <laughs> normally, yeah, normally you're going to see the Power Five conference champions and one group of five. So I would say the winners of the new format, uh, the group of five, of course, because they've been pushing for this, even threatening to make their own championship because uh, they feel like they couldn't ever make it, which, I mean, it it makes sense. You know, I don't understand this, why they were so, so mad because, let's face it, um, Cincinnati, UCF, if they were to be let into the playoffs those years, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do any damage. Uh, of course, I say that as an Oklahoma student, uh, so take that with a grain of salt, if you if you will. Uh, but you know, it is nice to see uh, involvement. It's going to be super cool because 
another thing that the 12 team playoff brings is not only are the is the group of five going to be represented but you're going to have the champ a champion from every conference so the pac-12 will likely not be left out so we'll get to watch west coast teams then um the other group of winners i think is the tier three teams and we will get to see them compete and play at the highest level and compete for a championship and teams like that that's like wisconsin penn state auburn who and i'm not necessarily saying that this year is there going to be their year but over the years that the playoff has been in place wisconsin penn state auburn teams like that have constantly been revolving around the top 10 around the playoff buzz couldn't quite make it haven't been good enough you know penn state debatably could have been let in uh few years ago back in 2016 but unfortunately the playoff committee did not want a two-loss team in there so that's tough shouldn't have got blown out by Michigan um, but the losers the only only real losers I can see here Notre Dame uh, kind of sucks for them but you know what join a conference they were in the ACC for a year I thought it was cool they made it to the ACC championship game just join a conference. I mean, I don't, I don't know why they think they're so special. Why they think they're so cool. Um, nationally now, maybe to the older generation, Notre Dame has seen, you know, powerhouse, um, one of the most storied franchises. But to the youth generation growing up now with college football, everyone just clowns on Notre Dame. Go on any social media post relating to Notre Dame football. And everyone just clowns on them, saying, "Oh, they can't win a big game, can't win. They shouldn't be allowed in the playoff ever again." So, you know, if uh, their academics, uh, as long along with Michigan, that that's tough for them. It's it's hard to get recruits. I know when you have such high academic standards, but they haven't been able to make the most of their opportunities, unfortunately, and that's tough for them. And I've well, I one thing I think is funny, uh, you know, I respect Notre Dame of last season. They were that was a good team there. Uh, they made the playoffs. They deserved to make the playoffs. Uh, they yes, they deserved it over A and M. I don't want to hear no. I don't want to hear no A and M fans thinking they deserved to make it. They didn't. Um, but Notre Dame fans will say like, oh, we only lost by fourteen or by what was it seventeen? Because it was thirty-one fourteen in the Rose Bowl to Alabama. We had a, the closest game with Alabama. No. If you watch that Rose Bowl game, Alabama gave up. They said, "Nah, we already we're good. We already won." They could have scored sixty on Notre Dame. Like it was bad, but they luckily for Notre Dame they gave up. And now in the history books, maybe it'll look like Notre Dame gave up, put up more of a fight, which uh, it really was a blowout game there. Um, but yeah, they'll still be able to make it. Uh, there's still six at-large spots, so I expect Notre Dame to be regulars in this playoff uh, based on their current status. Um, but I'd really, really love to see people being represented. And it, at first I debated if it was, if I liked that it was um, expanding to 12. But after realizing how much... Uh, it's going to give other teams a chance. And if for teams that have one-off years, 
that go crazy for a year and are super good, they're going to actually have a chance to compete for a national championship now, even if they don't they don't end up winning a game in the playoff, even if they don't make a run. It's going to get people so excited because now they, the like I said, the Tier 3 teams, even Tier 4 teams, hell, have a chance to have a special run and make a special make a special season worthwhile and I know I know that the like if you have a I don't know let's say a Minnesota type season two years ago um where unfortunately they ended up going to the Outback Bowl so that kind of sucked for them but uh a, a super unexpected season from the Golden Gophers there now it could actually be rewarded with putting them into the playoff and that would get so many fan bases hyped to know that oh we can make like there is a chance for us to make the playoff um you know georgia maybe now we can actually see georgia in it <laughs> i mean no, georgia is going to be good this year i expect them to be a top six team but you know what i mean those teams that couldn't cut it out before michigan michigan's had a couple of good seasons um they'll be able to get in there they'll be able to sneak in uh, the back of the playoff, and it's going to be really cool to see some other teams in there. And I know that it's not um, it's not typical for college football that was only allowing four out of over 130 teams to compete for a championship. Uh, when you look at other playoff percentages of the per- percentages of teams and leagues that make the playoffs. You got the NFL with 44% of their teams making it. NBA's got 53, MLB 33, NHL 52, about to be 50 once Seattle comes in. Uh, college basketball is a 68-team championship field um, out of over 300 teams. Then you've got at the FCS level, uh, you see their playoff format. You see softball, college baseball. So it's although it feels odd to me. To have for college football to have such a big playoff when it's never been, you know, it was even that national championship would just be vote would be whoever was number one in the poll, not even a game. Uh, then to the BCS format, to the playoff with four teams, it it does feel weird to me because it's something we haven't seen before. But I think eventually it's going to be. No one's going to want to look back because it's going to be so cool with the campus playoff games with 12 teams getting in. There's going to be more teams who are excited, who know they have a shot. Hopefully, hopefully, um, recruiting can be more diversified and spread out because of this. Because recruits will be able to go compete for, well, quote, compete for championships at lower tier programs. So hopefully they won't all have to go to Alabama and Ohio State. Um, and Georgia and Clemson and and A and M and Oklahoma and it's gonna be really cool to see a few different teams in there, and I very excited for it. Now we do have a few more years on the current format. Uh, if this proposition does go end up going through tomorrow, um, it's projected to take place in 2023. Uh, which I believe would give us two more seasons under the current format. And honestly, I'm excited that it isn't taking place yet. 
as an Oklahoma fan because I want us to win a game in this four-team playoff format. We are 0-4 right now, um, but this year, fingers crossed, Sooners can pull out a win in the playoff this year at least. Um, I would definitely like to see that before the 12 team kicks in. But overall, this is a very exciting um, new journey for college football. Uh, the playoff, when when that first happened, that was so exciting. Um, it was great to see. Uh, unfortunately, I was just talking about in the last episode, there's been quite a bit of blowouts in playoff games, which I guess, you know, expanding it, you could definitely see continuing as you would have, um, I don't know, Alabama at the one end up playing an eight or a nine who just clearly isn't what you would consider now in the 14 format to be a playoff team. So, you know, like a, a Georgia or Cincinnati would have been last year. And actually, Georgia was leading after the first half against Bama last year. Um, so it would, it, it wouldn't really be that bad, but there is bound to be upsets, and a lot of people. That's that's why I bring this up. A lot of people have been mentioning, "Oh, you put it to this format. Who cares? It's still going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State." Um, which I yeah, I guess could be true. But if we can get if this exposure helps smaller programs catch up as I think it could uh, if recruits see that they can go to the playoff now um, that would be huge for resetting the bar of college football and diversifying our champions because everyone knows that it's been far too dominated in recent years to say um Watching programs like Alabama and Clemson just be there every single year is painful to watch. Um, it will be great to see other teams represented in the playoff, and that's why I think the 12-team format is going to be really nice, um, and I'm, I'm super excited for it, and I'm super excited to cover it, and I will hopefully... We'll still be here with you guys talking about the uh, 2023 college football playoff uh, where we'll have uh, the number one seed, Oklahoma Sooners, in that one. Um, So I look forward to the future of the game. Uh, Before we head on out of here, um, I want to talk about one other thing. Madden sucks. Holy, that cover... Mahomes and Brady. It's just a picture of them with the sky in the background. Who does like? Do they even care? I don't understand. Madden is a terrible game. Terrible, 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 terrible game. They do not attempt to make it better. Any, it hasn't been better in years than it has been previously. This cover is garbage. I've seen you literally. I have seen at least five fan-made covers with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady that are way cooler than their stupid picture in with the clouds behind them. That's not a sports game cover. That's a cool. That's a cool picture to show in a few years. Sure, cover no. Uh, so you know, 
Luckily, another thing we have coming out soon in the college football world in 2023, potentially, is the new video game. Um, hopefully they stay with the physics-based tackling that NCAA has seen before and not the damn animated animations that Madden has unfortunately gone to and ruined their game with. EA, don't screw up the college football video game, please. I think that would, I thought that would be terrible. So many new fans would be lost due to that. Don't make us riot. Honestly, if the college football game comes out and it's terrible, if it's like Madden, it's going to be bad stuff. EA, watch out. This has been Gage Brown, your favorite podcast host. Thank you for listening to the committee, Home of College Football. This has been episode two, a bit of a short one. I'll have episode three out shortly after the uh, CFP board of managers makes their decision on the new playoff. Uh, make sure to go check me out on Snapchat, Gage Brown 18. That is where I post my um, my updates about the committee. That is where I post my rankings. Um, and we will be expanding to other platforms soon. But right now, that is where we are currently on. Um, hit me up. Let me add you to the committee, uh, the private story. And until next time. Have a good one.